0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the 4Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody, episode 85. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Doing good, Rich. How you doing?
0: Doing great, man. Wish I was on the uh, Cleveland Browns right now, so I get uh get an extension. They paying everybody, man.
1: Three hundred forty million dollars giving out guaranteed money this year.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'll take a, uh, I'll take, I'll take tang, tang guaranteed real quick for a <laughs> two, two year deal. I'll take that.
1: I'd take one percent of that. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's a, me hey, that three, I mean,
1: 3.4 million. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. Maybe they're uh, making a change, man. Maybe they're figuring, Hey, letting people know we're, we're paying over here. So in case if you want to be a free agent, you know, where, you know where to come.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that's one way to, one way to, to, to get people to come to Cleveland, right? Pay them the cash. I mean, they got the quarterback.
0: Yep. They just need the weapons. They I need the weapons. A, mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much got their defense locked up. Um, They need a, another receiver or two. I mean, they got, they got the run game. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna be a good, good position, but it's gonna be tough. It's hard to uh, win in the NFL. Not like uh, just because you have one superstar, you're guaranteed to win games.
1: Nope, that, ain't that the truth?
0: Since we're on the, the Browns, I mean, your boy Denzel Ward. I mean, he got paid highest paid corner in the, in, uh, the NFL. They got the highest paid cornerback and highest paid quarterback. Is uh, is what's the name of the highest paid uh, defensive end, uh, pass rusher? Uh, uh,
1: Miles Garrett. Garrett, yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I he will be, I'm sure. I think, you know, I don't know when he's due for contract, but if I were him, I'd be <laughs> <going> <laughs> trying, back to right <laughs> trying to get it right now.
0: You're trying to get it right <laughs> now. Yeah, I need an extension, man. This is ridiculous.
1: I think he got an extension last offseason, but I think that uh, he got outdone uh, this year.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to ask. I mean,
1: no, who it does not? That's for sure.
0: Because maybe, maybe they, uh, maybe there's a way for him to get in another extension and get more money, and then also for them to take a lesser cap hit but who knows
1: yeah he signed uh, a five-year 125 million dollar deal it goes into effect this year
0: and then what, what was the guarantee on that was like 60
1: guaranteed guaranteed at signing 44 signing yeah cold guaranteed 100 million dollars
0: oh damn <laughs> yeah yeah that's why that's why i'm going if i'm a player I'm going to cleveland even if <laughs> even if y'all give me a 10 a 10 nil i'll take that guaranteed absolutely I mean, they're moving. They're moving in a, a, a strong direction. They're trying to force—I don't want to say force the issue, but they're trying to make it known that they're they're trying to improve. It's gonna be interesting to see once that season starts, especially if uh, Watson has—he's uh, missing. He gets uh, suspended for some games or not.
1: Mm-hmm. And still trying to figure out what to do with uh, Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah, who knows where he's gonna go? He's talking about he wants to go to Indi- uh Indianapolis, but I mean, they got Matt Ryan. I don't think uh, he's gonna start over Matt Ryan.
1: I think he just wants to get out of Cleveland at this point. I mean, I, I, I'd assume that Cleveland would love to just hold on to him as a backup just in case, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended, but I think in, in the end he's not gonna he's not gonna play for Cleveland. I, I don't think he'll I think he'll hold out.
0: Yeah, but I said it's not really many places for him to go. Even if like if you look at uh Carolina, I mean I think Carolina or the Lions, I think they're setting setting uh, trying to get uh my Malik Willis. I don't think uh Maybe maybe he'll be a backup plan. Let's say for uh, Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe maybe they just keep him on the roster, man. But I said, I think I think maybe they just wait it out till the trade deadline to see uh, who needs the quarterback. That's probably mm-hmm. when you get more value for him if uh team team panics and wants to uh, try to stay in the playoff hunt or uh, try to upgrade that quarterback.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think if if a move is going to be made, they make it um, here in the next week or so with the draft starting next Thursday.
0: We're going to wait and see, especially if there's any uh, tra- draft, uh, pre-draft uh, trades, too. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we mentioned it. Boy, Malik Willis moving up the draft boards. Some people got it projected going second overall. Interested to see what, what happens. Because normally it's uh, a bunch of quarterbacks that go high, but this year is really only one quarterback that separates itself from the bunch. That looks like he'll probably go in the top ten. It's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see who tries to move up to get him. If he doesn't go, let's say, the two, two, six, or... Uh, I think that uh, or eight.
1: Yeah, I you know he he has moved up draft boards. I still I don't know I don't know about him. I think it's a just a kind of a weak quarterback draft, and and uh, he's you know the the cream of the crop for for what's there. I don't I don't know if I'm wasting the second number two overall pick on him. But again, the, the I think the draft overall isn't seller. I think there's, you know, some decent, decent players, but no, none of that like really high end talent. I don't think outside of, you know, some, some linemen and a really deep wide receiver draft. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm at two, if I'm uh you know, Detroit, Detroit. you know, do, do you, do you look to trade out and, and, and try to scoop up some more picks and, and, you know, you probably don't have to move that far down the draft board and you can still get, you know, someone that can help you this year.
0: Yeah. But that's what I said. If you're Detroit, I mean, I'd be willing to move anywhere um, in this draft. Definitely get more picks because I mean you got a lot to rebuild on. Mm. Especially uh, you know if you were able to get to get multiple first round picks and get some offensive linemen. I mean they just they need a lot of help. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say they need to draft the whole team, but they pretty much need to draft the whole team. <laughs> I mean outside, I mean they got a they got a decent running back. No real no real receivers. No tight end. No, I think they have. That's a I think they have a tight end. What's what's the name? Henderson.
1: Oh, Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson.
0: Okay. Yeah, and then uh and they got
1: DeAndre Swift and, and uh Jamal Williams at running back, plus they got a, a rookie that's decent, they had a rookie last year. So uh, you know, and at wide receiver, yeah. I mean they got um Aqu- Aquamenius Saint Brown, is that his name? Aaron St. Brown, I forget his name.
0: Yeah, I don't know who. The, um,
1: the kid that turned it on late in the year. Uh, you know, other than that, I, I think that they they need to to bulk up on wide receiver. They need line. They need defensive help. So I think you're right. If they can trade back and and can somehow get multiple, you know,
0: second round picks or something, yeah, um, help,
1: help them build that team.
0: Yeah, because I think I think if they if they build it right, they they put themselves in a position to uh, be in the race um, as far as in the NFC. Because Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to be there that much longer. And there's no other people in the, in the division outside of, uh, I mean, you, you got Chicago with a young quarterback. But outside of that, uh, that division's up for the taking if they uh build do the right. So.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But they even had, they, they, they had issues with building it. So
1: Yes, they have.
0: We're going to have to wait and see what they do, man, with that number two pick. Then uh, your boy Gilmore, he signed with the Colts. I don't know how to feel about that.
1: I, I think it's a like good, good signing by the Colts. I, you know, it's not a ton of money. $10 million guaranteed. So basically, he's guaranteed for this year. You know, I think he's still he's still got some juice in the tank, I think. And and their cornerbacks were horrific last year. So mm-hmm. um, outside of, a, you know, they had a pretty good defense outside of that, I would say. So I think if they can, uh, you know, if he can give them something, I think anything helps.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know if uh, if I'm a cornerback. I'm, I'm probably going to go to a I would say a better team, a team more like you to uh, make it f- further in the playoffs. Because I don't know how I don't know how, uh, Matt Ryan's gonna pan out pan out over there. I mean, even though he's not a bad quarterback, I mean he doesn't really turn over a lot. I mean they got the weapons, they got a good offensive line. I just I just couldn't see him getting to the Super Bowl with that uh, with that roster.
1: No, you know probably not. But I think they they're gonna be competitive. Um, oh yeah. And and like I said, you know he probably was looking at I want to be on a competitive team and I want to make as much money as I can because it's probably it for him to be honest. I mean he may we got another you know one year one of those one year you know five million dollar deals like a richard sherman but this mm-hmm. is his last uh, i think this is his last multi-year deal i mean he's 32 31 32 so yeah, corners, corners uh, they, don't go past that they, they don't you know you lose that lateral movement you lose the speed and then that's it Dion was uh, was was really the only one that that made it, you know, and he was physical and fast, so he had a both he had both of
0: them. So. Yeah, but his his fast was super fast, and then when he right,
1: he, right, exactly.
0: When he got older and got slow, I mean, that his slow was still fast. So I mean, he was one of those freak athletes. So and that great technique. So I think when 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 you have those things going for you, it's kind of hard to uh, to fall off, yeah. uh, like on a, a, on a big drop, kind of like LeBron. He's just yep is a physical specimen. And your boy Sammy Watkins, he signed with the Packers. I really don't like the signing. I don't think. I don't think he does anything for the Packers. I think they still need to go two receivers with those first two picks.
1: Yeah, I, I think they probably still will. Still will go to to uh, receivers there. But yeah, I mean, it, it gives them a body. You know, I think Rodgers can can do a lot with a uh, a lot with a little. So you know, like I said, just gives them someone out there, even if it's just a veteran presence. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Sammy Watkins is is uh, you know, anywhere near what he used to be.
0: Yeah, I, I felt like he felt off. Fell off after he left uh, Buffalo. I feel like he wasn't the same after that.
1: Yeah, he, he was never really, yeah, uh, never really the same after that.
0: Had a lot of potential.
1: Yeah, he always he had the speed. I don't know. It was either he was hurt or the hands weren't there. Or, I don't know. It was always something.
0: Yeah, but I mean, maybe he has a bounce back year, but I don't think he'd be much of a bounce back. But I mean, you never know. I mean, because uh, Rogers, he'll get you the ball, so you'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Then uh, your boy uh, Dan Snyder more allegations they said that the team was uh holding uh money that was supposed to go to uh like the nfl pot to uh like fund other things then they said they were doing like uh let's say let's say they were having a concert or uh nfl games they would say they'd be sold out of the regular seats and only seats you can buy like the uh more expensive seats or the uh like box seats and then uh and then after those get sold out first, then they will release like the general seats. A lot, a lot of shading that's going on, man. What's up with your boy, man?
1: Oh, he's not my boy. Uh, they, they,
0: they gonna get him They gonna get him out of here or what, man? How many, I, I, how many I strikes?
1: They, they gotta be trying. I think they're. I think everybody's tired of this guy. I think the owners included. The fans definitely are. Uh, the players are. You know, I just to me like if if you're that hated, and I know these guys, it's like an ego thing, but like. At this point, like just just sell the team, make your cash, and, and go away. Go go hide on your yacht somewhere. You don't need the team. It's a it's a it's a toy. It's a toy for Snyder. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't need it.
0: Oh yeah, that's what. That's one of the things I don't understand, man. Like how many strikes this guy has to get oh, in order goodness. in order for people to in order for people to realize uh, he should not be uh, uh, an owner. So, well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, if they do get him out of here, who who they open it up to. Because we, really, we, still, we still don't really have any minority owners mm-hmm. in the NFL yet, so.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think, you know, I think they'd probably make a push for it, to be honest. I mean, Chad Khan is, I would guess, a minority owner, right? Down in, Yeah, but uh, I mean, black black, owners. I you. Yeah, I think that they'd, they'd probably make a push for that.
0: I mean, we're going to have to see, man. It's a, it's a hard club to get into. And then uh, I feel like some of the people with the money won't uh, don't really care too much for it, so. Mm-hmm hopefully uh they just do it just to do it i don't want yep. say do it to just do it but right, yeah. um to set an example then on to the nba i mean we got the playoffs kicking off in full effect but before we get to that we got your boy uh, uh smart he won defensive player of the year i know you guys were jumping for joy after that
1: <laughs> yeah you know he's he was probably the best defensive player on on one of the best defensive teams in, in the in the game i mean hard hard to argue against it i mean i know that you know, Rudy Gobert is always in the conversation. I don't know if it's one of those things where he just gets overlooked because he's just that good defensively. And, he's you know, in Utah. Yeah, he's in Utah. <laughs> and I think everyone's sick of this Utah team, to be honest. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I, I mean, take Defensive Player of the Year for what it's worth. I mean, it's usually a, a role player outside of the years that, you know, Jordan, Kobe, and I think LeBron won it one year. No, he didn't. Oh, uh, maybe he did. Anyways, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I think that he, he works hard on it. Um, it's one of the reasons that, you know, the Celtics you know love him outside of his crazy shooting at times and ill-timed decisions offensively mm-hmm. uh, is that he can lock down defender. I mean, I know he got not great timing because he got smoked by Kyrie in, in, uh, <laughs> in game one, but, um, you know, he's had a really good year. And again, outside of, you know, Rob, Will- you know, between him and Rob Williams, uh, they really solidified that Celtics defense and, and kind of helped. Re, you know, help the resurgence in getting them back into you know the top half of the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's about time a guard won it. It's been, it's been too long. I, I actually thought uh, Bridges was going to win it from what I was hearing. That's what some of the players were saying. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I feel like Marcus Smart is always in there every year. Him, Gobert, and then uh, Giannis. But I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I felt like we get. I kind of. I felt like we were rotating, giving people the the, the just do that they needed for uh, defensive player. I mean, it's the same guys. I wish it was. Uh, I wish they were all able to get it sometimes, but only only one got to win.
1: Yep, yep.
0: And then we had your boy Kyrie flicking everybody off, <laughs> um,
1: multiple times. Yep, you know, telling telling kids to suck his dick, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I thought that was hilarious, uh, but that one I thought it was hilarious because I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. He's,
1: he's just like <laughs> such a child, dude. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, he's, not, he's not stupid. He knows cameras are always on him. He knows people are, are you know looking at him, right?
0: I think he just doesn't. I don't want to say doesn't care, but he just doesn't.
1: I, I don't think he, he
0: cares. Yeah, but I feel like he's also, he operates his own uh, like drum. So he, he whatever, the, whatever the mold is, he's going against that mold. But, I mean, I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one coming out <laughs> of his mouth. I thought it was hilarious, actually.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't, like, m- mind when when players, you know, kind of talk trash back to the fans or do all that. That's that's fun. And I really, to be honest, I don't really care about, you know, the flipping people off, like, whatever. But just, like, doing it the whole game, like, it's, case, I thought, like.
0: <laughs> I, I thought it gets, was funny because <laughs> the way he was trying to do it, like, he made it seem like he was scratching his head. Like, oh, you yeah. don't realize people have cameras. Um, he knows.
1: No, he knows. He's not a dummy.
0: But I mean, I feel like you know, now that, that now that people know that they can get to him, they're gonna really go at him on uh, well, this game thing. too.
1: I mean, he he played really well. So you know, even if they got to him, you know, he, he still scored thirty nine points. I think where it it kind of bit him a little bit was in that last possession. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they double teamed him, and he he wanted that dagger. Uh, shot and I think he held it too long and and was late on getting it to Durant. Durant had to force up a bad shot.
0: Yeah, because um, he did. He did have a shot after he uh, shook off one of the defenders. He did to the side. He but. did.
1: But yeah, you know, I again, like it, it was, it was just kind of amusing. I think regular season he probably gets suspended a game. Uh, just yeah, cause it, just because it. I, I think I, again, I think if it was one one thing or the other, I think he gets away with it because he was just like yipping all game, flipping people off, telling. You know, kids after the game to SSD. I think they just, I think they just had it. I was just like, "Come on, dude!" And I, I wonder what happens uh, in the next, you know, tomorrow night. You know, because you know what this is gonna do to the Boston fans. It's gonna fuel them even more. Yeah, that's the saying.
0: They're gonna be going They're gonna be doing. Uh, suck my dick chants. They're gonna be doing. Oh yeah. I mean, they're gonna be going. They're gonna be going at them. So um
1: there's gonna be a lot of fingers flying his way yeah I, it's, gonna
0: be, it's gonna be interesting if uh the if the ref if, the, if they make the refs uh like kind of make him calm it down like if they see him getting into it uh like if they try to give him a technical or something like that that's gonna be interesting to see too
1: yeah and i think um yeah i think i think you're right i think they'll probably try to try to cool it out a little bit but uh yeah, I don't want to hear any anything uh, from Kyrie after this game about, um, you know, the Boston fans being mean to him because he gave it right back to
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny, man, because I, I didn't see I didn't see that coming. man. And then, uh, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, we got the got game two coming up. How you guys feeling? You guys feel confident? I mean, you came down to a buzzer beater. What were yeah. your predictions for the next game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good. I mean. You know they had they had them kind of right where they wanted them in the third quarter, and they played some lackadaisical defense to start the fourth, and they got right back in the game. Um they were on, up 15 late in that third period. So I think they 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 can still play better. Obviously, not having Rob Williams at the rim kind of hurts them. Uh, and and again, like Durant was, I, I would say fairly quiet, but he can get a shot whenever. It's just gonna be a tight series, man. I I would you know I still think Celtics in six, but I think it's just gonna be one of those series where it's like a. A five-point game either way. You know the whole uh, the whole series.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing next game. Um, it's hard. It's kind of hard. You guys did a great job of uh, shutting down Kevin Durant. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how how he comes out next game. If he comes out really aggressive, or if he uh, comes out as normal. Uh, I think he's going to have to come out really aggressive just to match if uh, Kyrie has a good game, it makes him makes him harder to beat. I mean, we mentioned this before. They're going to have to have four great games both yeah. both of them at the same time in order for them to uh advance through the playoffs so it's gonna be interesting um and uh i hear the longer this the longer the series goes the more likely ben simmons comes out but who knows with that man
1: yep yep no i hear you i, I think that uh you know durant's gonna come out. i mean he's been trying to kind of calm everyone down here <laughs> even uh you know, even today he was just saying that, you know, the Boston fans just uh, they're like, you know, they, they, they just loved Kyrie. And, and now they're, you know, they're upset that he's gone and, and Kyrie's got to deal with it uh, mm-hmm. better. And, you know, he's I feel like he's trying to play peacemaker, which is usually not what he, he does. He usually likes to stoke the fire a little bit. <laughs> yeah um, But, yeah, I think he needs to come out, get a good game going. And if they can get, I mean, if Kyrie plays like that the whole series, it's going to be it's going to be tough.
0: Oh, yeah. The thing is, is that it's about the others for them. Because uh, both him and Durant can have a great game, they can put up like 80 points between them. But if uh, nobody else is doing anything, um, yeah. you're looking at a. Oh, if you get over that 100 points, uh, pretty much, pretty much, your easier win for you. Mm-hmm. Then on the other games, I mean, we had the. Uh, I mean, we got the Heat. Heat playing Atlanta. Heat, the Heat are up uh, one zip right now. The Heat and the uh, the uh, Hawks are going back and forth right now. I don't. I don't, I don't think Atlanta could beat them, man. I don't think. Uh, I think Trey can do it, man, but he's gonna need help, and I don't, I don't, I don't see anybody on that team else uh, uh helping him to try to win four out of this uh, seven games against Miami.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, you know, I think Atlanta can probably hang tight, but I just think Miami's got get too much firepower for them. And, yeah, and deep. you know, much, yeah, and much like you know, Trey Young has to be you know perfect for them to even have a a sniff at it. So yeah, I mean, I think I think Miami probably you know I would say gentlemen sweep here.
0: Uh, five games yep and then uh the other games i mean we got the uh the bucks and the bulls i think that's gonna be a sweep too man i don't think uh the bulls have enough firepower to uh to beat the bucks even though they did play them good the, the uh the last game but there was a lot of fouls called man
1: yeah it's been a lot of fouls just in general in the postseason so far over these first few days so yeah I, I think that i like the i like the bucks
0: yeah and then uh the other games we got the 76ers in toronto that's another uh pro- probable sweep i mean scotty Barnes is out i don't know if he'll be back for game three i think uh, i think i think i think they uh they close by toronto too man i thought uh toronto's gonna put up more of a fight
1: yeah i, I did too and i you know i think them getting hurt and and Bede just dominating uh, last night, you know, I think that's it's gonna be a tough one for uh, uh, for Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then, I mean, and then the, no, the games ahead. he did, the games he didn't have to dominate. I mean, Max he helped out the first game. Max was Tobias, great last night too. Yeah, and Tobias Harris. So now, now, all of a sudden they want to show up, but uh, <laughs> You've
1: been betting them all year, Rich. They finally uh, finally decided to show up.
0: Yeah, and then uh, freaking James Harden cost me that bet too the other night. Yeah. <sighs> And I and I knew he wasn't gonna score twenty points and I was like, All right, I'm gonna do fifteen and he scored fourteen.
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them in the next round. Uh I think they're gonna move move past uh Toronto quickly.
1: Yeah, I think I think this could be a, a sweep or a five gamer. So who's the guy that who can't play um in Toronto? Is it is it Maxie or is it uh one of them one of them can't play? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it's gonna I, make a big difference, to be honest, but
0: yeah that's the thing because uh even if uh they even if uh toronto gets one i mean philly's got the home court so mm-hmm. even if they if, even if they got both i mean that the next well five and si- what would it be five and six would be back in philly so yeah yeah no
1: nah, it's the two, two, one, one,
0: one. Oh, okay I thought, I, I thought they i thought they only did that with the finals and uh
1: no, I think they do it the whole the whole time.
0: Oh, but still, I don't think uh, I don't think Toronto has much of a chance because they can't uh, they don't have anybody that really can stop and beat. and then they still haven't figured out how to guard Maxi yet. Yeah, no, I agree. Exactly and then, then James Harden just uh, lollygagging up the court, getting to get into the <laughs> next he, round.
1: That's what he does, man. He's just save, saving those hamstrings for the next uh, for round two.
0: Because round two is going to be a real matchup. So
1: they're yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have the Heat most likely. So yeah, yeah. I think that that that'll uh, we'll see what they're made of then. Yeah, I'm looking get, for, looking forward to that Are we gonna get same uh, old Philly or we we gonna get new Philly?
0: I mean they gotta go new Philly because Miami Miami's gonna bring it. I mean they're gonna they got the defenders, uh, great defensive team. They got the weapons. They're deep. Mm-hmm. And B's gonna have to come out put. I don't, don't want to say have to do 40 a game, but uh, definitely in the high 30s or in the 30s because. They're going to be. Uh, he's going to have to get people in foul trouble. He's going to have to make it hard for them, uh, yep. as much as much as they're going to make it hard for them. Because uh, outside of everybody, outside of he's the only one that they can't guard. But everybody else, they'll be able to stop or guard. And we know uh, we've seen the issues with Tobias Harris doesn't show up at times. Yeah. And then uh, they got multiple people to defend Maxi. So. Yep. Then on the West, I mean, we got the Suns and the Pelicans. Suns are up one zip. It's uh, another sweep I'm seeing. Yeah, um, another uh, gentleman sweep, uh, nah. like a four-one. I think it's um,
1: just a straight sweep in this one. Yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, I think they should bring back Zion, but they're probably not. They're just gonna sit and rest him. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see him playing for them ever again, man.
1: Yeah, you, you know, I was listening. I was listening some things about him this morning. It's, uh, it does kind of at this point seem like he's making a business decision.
0: Yeah, uh, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there either, man. No. As long as he comes to New York, I'll be fine with that, man. <laughs> then we got uh Memphis and the Timberwolves. I mean, uh, we got ourselves a series here. This might go a Game Seven. I mean, two young teams, first times in the playoff in in a while. Uh, you know, I think I think definitely Memphis is gonna punch them back. Come come Game Two, but uh, this is one of those things I can see it go seven series, seven uh, seven games.
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think you're right. I think this is a big game tonight for Memphis. And and you know I think not that they can't come back and win two on the road, but I think it's just big for their kind of psyche, self esteem, all that good stuff. So yeah, this is this is definitely one that can go seven. Like we said, you know, before these teams are kind of built sim- Similarly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, probably an unfortunate matchup for Memphis. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it. Uh, I think this is gonna be one of one of those series to watch. Both I think both two seven series are gonna be good ones.
0: Oh yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, yeah those will be the longest uh, series out of the first round of those two seven matchups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then we got the uh, three, six and we got the warriors and the uh, nuggets. Um, as much as I love both teams, it's a, uh, it's going to be over for the nuggets, man. <laughs> the warriors is just too much. That new, uh deaf lineup. They got, got is uh dangerous. They got Steph willing to come off the bench, which is ridiculous. Um it's coming <laughs> 34, up the best <laughs> thirty
1: four points in twenty three minutes last
0: night. Yeah, I mean if he if he's able to do that and reserve himself as reserve itself as much as possible um as we get deep in the playoffs, I mean, there's definitely gonna be a problem. I mean, yeah, I mean,
1: Jordan Poole keeps playing like, he's
0: playing. yeah, he's playing great, man. He's doing, he's giving us some great minutes on the floor. This is kind of like, uh, kind of, I don't want to say they're looking like old golden state before Kevin Durant came in there, but, uh, where they were like super deep. Um, but I feel like they're even deeper now.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'd agree. I think, you know, you saw, you saw Jokic get frustrated last night, get ejected, um, <laughs> It's like, yeah, God I think, damn it. <laughs> Denver Denver just doesn't, you know, I, I just don't think they have the firepower to stay with Golden State. And Golden State may be one of the better three seeds you'll ever see. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think this one uh, is probably a five-game series. And, you know, do your best to, I think Golden State at this point is really just trying to stay healthy and, and hopefully get to the Western Conference Finals where they can take on uh, most likely the Suns is my guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. If I'm Golden State, I'm I'm trying to finish them as soon as possible. Yep. So I get this uh rest. Get your
1: rest,
0: w- yep, exactly. W- while all these other teams are still playing. Because I mean the next round they'll probably be seeing uh what is it, uh Dallas or Utah? Uh no, it
1: would be
0: no, Memphis. No, I mean yeah, uh, Memphis or uh, Memphis uh, over, uh Minnesota. Yep. Um I know Memphis gave him some problems, but I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch, man. I I don't say the 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 playoffs really start the second round, but um, it kind of seems like the playoffs really start the second round where we're gonna see some of these matchups that we wanted to see, uh, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Then we had uh the four or five matchup, we got Dallas and Utah that tied up one apiece. I don't know, man. I think uh I think Utah I think Utah uh did what they were supposed to do. But I felt like they should have you gotta get you gotta get both those games when uh before Luke comes back though.
1: Yeah, it's a big big miss for Utah. I mean you you have their, their best player out and and you take game one, but I still think you're right. I think you got to take game two there. I just think that he comes back and he changes the whole dynamic of that team.
0: Oh yeah. So I mean, and that's the thing that's been haunting Utah. I mean, they've been uh, great during the regular season, but become playoff time, they just haven't been able to put together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't get me wrong; they've been having they've been going to, they've been having some uh, crazy games in Utah when they've been playing some teams. So um, you know, Donovan Mitchell going off here and there. Like we, when we had uh, the Utah and uh, the Nuggets going back and forth with Mitchell and... Uh, Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray, when they were going back and forth with the 40-point mm. games.
1: Oh, yeah, that was fun.
0: Um, I'm looking forward. To, um, hopefully him and Luka, we, they give us some of that uh, coming uh, game three and the rest of the season. Because that's the yeah. only time only time we'll see Utah. Then we got uh, MLB kicking off. I mean, season in full effect. How are you feeling about the Yankees, man?
1: Their offense is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're back in the postseason last year, and they can't get any, uh, can't get any hits. You know, bad, bad series loss to the Orioles over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, then, you, know, you know, try to get a fresh start tonight and start things over. They get off to a decent start, and uh, Garrett Cole can't get out of the second inning. So, yeah, not, not great. You know, I think they got some bright spots on their team. I think the bullpen's been pretty good overall. It's just, man, that the the bats gotta wake up. You can't you can't be taking uh, you know, getting one run against the Orioles on, on Sunday, you know?
0: Yeah, but maybe this is uh due to the not really the there the being a post a uh, preseason. Uh where maybe. guys aren't guys aren't able, able to, you know, get warmed up. But usually
1: I mean, it's not usually it's not hitting. Usually it's pitching and fielding that it takes a little bit. I think the hitting is usually there. Those guys hit all off season, so
0: I don't know, maybe some of them ain't been hitting, man. You never know with uh with you some of the things with some of the things going on now. I mean, so much uh stuff to do outside of uh sports if you're a you know, a professional athlete that you can get into that uh will take you away from the game. But, I mean as yeah. of right now, I mean, you know, they're five and five, um, pretty much middle of the pack. Um mm-hmm. I mean the oh, the whole AL is pretty much around the same. Some of the top teams like are six and five, five and five, so I mean, we're still in the mix. Um boy, uh, Vlad did hit like three home runs the other day, then struck out four times the next game. But I mean, uh he, he's a real deal, man.
1: Yeah, he man, he, he uh he's he's something else. Um he's uh he's definitely scary. I think you know that, that Toronto lineup is just really scary in general. Mm-hmm. Um they can get some decent pitching, I think that they're going to be a they're going to be a serious problem.
0: Oh yeah, right now I mean they're only like a game up, to six and four. So hopefully they can uh, carry it, keep the momentum going, because I think whoever can separate early uh, is going to help themselves up, uh, set themselves up lovely come uh, later on in the season. Yep. And on the uh, national side, we've got the Mets They're killing it right now, eight and three. Mm-hmm. Um, second best record in the uh, division, or in in NMO NMOB right now. Of course, the damn Dodgers, are number one, eight and two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I think we we all saw that coming, but I think the Mets start is surprising. I mean, their best pitchers on the uh, IL to start. You know, I think that uh, if they, you know, I think just a surprise there. You know, I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I think Lindor is playing better to start the season. He was kind of a bust last year. Yeah. Um you know they just they've been good and and I think the Dodgers I think we all knew that they were going to be a problem uh that lineup is stacked uh they got great pitching um yeah I just think it's it's uh <laughs> they're the team to beat it's the Dodgers and everyone else in the AL for you know to me
0: Yeah I mean the Giants are right behind them we came back the Rockies surprised me they're uh, 7 and 3 um and then the Padres are 7 and 5 I mean that's a another. That's a tough ass division, man. You got teams, uh, first place eight and two, and you got seven three, seven three, 3 seven and five, um, pretty much leading. If uh, you know, leading the uh, the, you got four of the top, four of the five uh, top teams are in the same damn division, in the NL all uh, right now. But you know, it's just still early, you know. But I mean, if uh, if this is a, any indication of uh, how the season's gonna play out, uh, it's gonna be a, a long, tough season for them. Yep. No. Nope. Agreed. That time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for
1: tonight, uh, did a uh, a uh, baked uh, baked. Orzo caprese with uh, fried chicken. So okay. I think you'll like this one, Rich. Um, so it's really easy. Um, caprese, obviously, just uh, basil, uh, tomatoes, and um, mozzarella cheese. Mm-hmm. But the the fat, you know, this one we eat, you take the tomatoes, grape tomatoes, throw them in a in a pot, uh, throw some shallots, some garlic, olive oil, salt, pepper, some chili flakes. Uh, mix them all up toss them in the oven get them get those tomatoes roasted and blistering mm-hmm. um, then you throw the orzo um, some pepperoncinis which i thought was interesting and uh some pesto and then uh you know put put a water in that mix it all up throw it back in the oven for about 15 minutes and then um let that bake out and then uh Add the cheese on top, so you put a you know bag of mozzarella cheese on top, then cook that for about ten minutes and and voila you got your your orzo uh, your your orzo caprese there, and then I just did a basic you know chicken breast fried chicken um a little salt pepper flour, fried it in a little uh Kerrygold butter and uh olive oil um and then threw that on top of the the orzo and and uh, yeah, pretty quick and easy meal
0: oh nice. Now now did you use the whole bag of mozzarella or are you just saying just, just No, use I, use, I
1: use I used I the whole bag.
0: Damn, that's a lot of cheese, man.
1: That was a lot of cheese. I figured you'd like that
0: though. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't really care too much for mozzarella, uh, outside of pizza. I feel like I don't really eat mozzarella uh, and other stuff. Really no. outside of pizza. Nah, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's really it's really only pizza. Occasionally you'll see it uh you soon you'll see me eat it with other stuff, but Mostly mostly potatoes of pizza.
1: Mostly pizza. I I, I you know, I, I I'm cutting back my cheese, but I used to like it just a little mozzarella, olive oil, salt, pepper, and some cucumbers. Um, thought that was, was pretty good.
0: I ain't gonna lie, I like the little I like the little uh I don't wanna sound racist, but the little white people dish when you guys take the the slice <laughs> of the mozzarella on top of the tomato. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the Caprese. You, you just put a little, uh, basil on there and drizzle it with some balsamic and boom, you're ready to go.
0: Yeah, I was like, at first, I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, what what is going on here? Y'all just putting cheese on tomatoes? Like, where the burger at? <laughs> where the burger at? <laughs> But I ain't gonna lie. After I had it, I was like, oh, this is a cute little appetizer, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, well, what would you guys, uh, drink that down with?
1: Uh, so it's the one we were talking about. Um, the eleven percenter. Oh yeah on the group chat. Know. Oh yeah. Okay. So so it's uh it's a uh, beer from Burlington Beer Company uh, up in Burlington, Vermont. It's called a Fistful of Bees. So it's an eleven percenter. Um this came up uh because uh our dear departed friend Tom who used to be on the show yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> was, <laughs> was drinking a ten percent beer uh from, from BBC I think it was the uh, Castle in the Clouds, which is also a pretty good one. Um, but I had gotten the 11 percenter um, from one of my friends that was up there. So it's a honey triple IPA. It's uh, you know, some of these some of these triple IPAs that you get at times are are pretty boozy and not really drinkable. Mm-hmm. This one was pretty smooth. Um, you don't really get that boozy taste. I think they do a lot to put some, you know, floral. Uh, flavors in there, and then they they uh, definitely add a lot of you know fruit flavors. Um, so you get kind of a lemon orange citrus type of flavor. Um, <clears throat> and this one, I believe that they they do use some honey from uh, some bee honey as some of their uh, sugar that they turn into the alcohol. Um, so overall, I'd say it was pretty good. I mean, you know, I think, like I said, you have one of these and you're probably, you know, already set up right for the night. So, yeah, I'd give it I'd, I'd probably give it a a seven. I I just to be honest, I just don't love when they're that though the ABVs are that high. Because
0: mm-hmm. you feel like you just want one, one and done.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you can also be one of those people that uh don't feel the effects right away. You go for another one and all of a sudden
1: then you're in trouble.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like you just have five, like four or five beers. Exactly. Well, I mean, back in the day, that was nothing. But I mean, at our no. age now, that's that's like probably our limit now. You to got tomorrow. To...
1: You got tomorrow to think about, Rich.
0: Yeah, I know. You got to work and stuff. <laughs> back <laughs> then, back then we just we could skip class or like yeah. get the know what's Yeah. From we yeah. Do Can't do that. Can't games do... All day. Yeah, we can't do that now, man. No. I'm, 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 I I th- I thought it'd be a little bit higher because of the. All the the little masking they had going on as far as the flavor, it sounded yeah, like a. I, think,
1: I mean, it's that's for me. That's probably about as high as a triple IPA is gonna get. Um, again, like I said, they're normally boozier, so I'd rate them lower. But uh, mm-hmm. I just don't like. I said, I just don't really enjoy them.
0: Gotcha. Is is this, is this one more dark or is it more uh just normal? no? It's
1: it's light. Um, light. Yeah, it's like a you know if you if you pour it into a glass, it looks like a regular IPA. I
0: don't know. I have to. Have to have to. I feel like you gotta drink half now, drink half later. But beers don't really get
1: warm though
0: either. No. Yeah, that's the thing. Once beer goes warm, it's, uh, it's a fallen soldier. It's done. <laughs> now uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week, not too much to cover on the BRRs. There was uh, finished falling. Uh, no, Moon Moonfall. It's a movie with uh, Halle Berry and uh, the guy from um, The Conjuring. I forgot his name and uh it's pretty much uh i'll probably give it like a 6.5 like uh it's it's kind of it's not bad like it's one of those movies um like it's like a uh like a armageddon ish type movie but then like i don't want to give it away like all of a sudden you find out some stuff about the moon and then there's like aliens involved and uh it just seems like the the movie takes a dramatic twist once they get to the moon like they reveal all the stuff uh not mm-hmm. that it's bad not that it's bad but just like all right wh- wh- where did this come from okay um but overall it was all right there's not too many characters in the movie that they really focus on uh besides uh, you know the main characters halibari and the guy and then uh not there's not really much action uh you know the moon starts crushing you know meteorites start cu- crushing the earth and asteroids people die uh, that's what I said. It's like it's like an Armageddonish type movie, um, but not only on Earth, but in space, because uh, you know stuff that's falling off the moon. But like once you see what happens with yeah. the moon, I don't want to give it away. It's just like, wait, how do we how, how do we get here? Like it's a it's a, it's a a crazy. I want to say crazy, but like a like a like if you got to make a sharp turn. It was like a sharp turn plot uh, plot twist. Mm. But I mean, if you watch it, uh, I, then we can talk about. It. I don't want to give it away. And spoil it, but I mean, if I had to, if I had to rate it, I'll probably give it like a six point five.
1: Okay.
0: Probably wouldn't go back to watch it again. And then outside of that, I mean, they got our uh, Batman that's out on HBO Max. So if you haven't seen that, definitely check it out. Surprisingly good uh, from what are, the reviews I heard prior to seeing it. It's not too much action on there. It's like a different twist on Batman, more detective work, like you know, mystery. Uh, but mm-hmm. they give a lot of backstory as far as you know, Batman, his parents. The City of Gotham, all the different players in uh, Batman, you know, kind of giving you a, a, a foundation of uh, what's to come. OK, um, so definitely check it out. Um, and you get you get more of uh, Bruce Wayne as Batman rather than Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne. Gotcha. Um, I feel like I feel like he barely talks as uh, Bruce Wayne during the movie. Most of the time he's talking, he's in a Batman suit. So, I mean, they definitely did a good job of that. I mean, you came to see Batman, the movie's Batman, so you're seeing Batman. Right. Occasionally, you're seeing Bruce Wayne here and there, but uh, overall, it's a surprisingly good movie. Um, looking forward to seeing what's to come. Hopefully, they can keep this Batman, and we don't see him for, like, two Batmans, and all of a sudden, they got to reset the whole Batman <laughs> Batman damn thing again. So, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, that pans out. Yeah, and then outside the, of the, the
1: styles are always different, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then uh, then you get, like, good villains, like, the last Batman, they had some of the best villains. You know, they had the Joker, you know, and yeah. then they had um, Bane, which was some of the best Batman villains we've seen in a while. But, I mean, you can't really bring back the same villains to the new Batman. It's just like, it's a different Batman. He's younger. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, maybe maybe they do, maybe four or five years down the line. But who knows if those actors are still up to playing the roles or anything like that. But... We're gonna have to wait and see. Hopefully, they can uh, keep it some consistency. That's been a problem with DC. They haven't had any consistency. They right. keep uh, switching movies, switching people. Um, they just need like one, like one head honcho, kind of how Marvel has it. And he's running all the different, you know, parts of DC to to make it one big picture. Kind of, kind of what they did with uh, with uh, Kevin Feige game Marvel. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, checked out Abbott's Elementary. Heard some good things about it. Finally put it on. I mean, it's currently still rolling on uh, on, on TV. they probably on like episode thirteen right now, um, as far as like the season on uh, TV. It's like it's like the Black People Office, but in uh in uh like of teaching, but uh, okay. everybody's, everybody's, everybody's teachers. So if you like the Office, you'll definitely like it. Uh, it has some of that uh, Office type quality uh, comedy, and then everybody majority of people are, in, are black, uh, which is pretty funny. Everybody's a teacher. So you know you get those uh, those moments where they you know say jokes or things are going on and you know I like in the office when they like look at the camera like mm-hmm. so it's it's great man definitely check it out half an hour episodes you'll breeze right through it right now they uh, they're probably on like episode thirteen so uh, definitely check it out something to watch if you're looking for some comedy okay. to fulfill those needs right now and then uh, outside of that I know you mentioned you guys watched uh, uh, I forget what that show was.
1: Oh, um, dropout.
0: Yeah. So tell tell us about that. How was that?
1: <laughs> so it's the, uh, it's a story of, uh, Elizabeth Holmes, the, uh, the founder of Theranos. Um, so it really just kind of details how she went from, you know, growing up, going to college and, and, uh, you know, getting obsessed with becoming, uh, a billionaire biotech person. Um, and, you know, had this idea to basically, you know, the original idea was that you could uh, take someone's blood and then you could essentially like figure out what drugs that they needed and they could, you know, deliver it without having to go to a doctor or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it evolved a little bit, but but essentially what they were doing is they were wanting to be able to put these blood testers within um at first pharmaceutical, but then into like more like Walgreens CVS where they could take a drop of blood or a little bit of blood, test it and, you know, figure out, you know, if you had cancer, if you had, if you were pregnant, all that, but it could do it like 190 something tests that it would run on your blood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they could just never get it to work really. Um, and (laughs) she just kept, you know, getting people to, to fund her. She had a, you know, really powerful board, um, George Schultz, Henry Kissinger, uh, really big names on it. Um, she got, you know, Rupert Murdoch to invest in her company. Wal- Walgreens ultimately invested money in there. Like she just duped a lot of people. Um, and you know, it's, it's hard to tell in, in the, the show whether she wanted to actually get this done or she knew early on it wasn't going to work and she was just in it to make a bunch of money because there was like no, you know at no point were they were they anywhere cl- you know again all good ideas but you know like they kept saying like the, the the chemist kept saying was like look we're ten years out on this we need you know we 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 need time we can't you know we can't be bringing this into place it's not ready right um, but she just kept pushing and pushing and you know ultimately uh you know the company folded uh, but in the end they took i think just over 900 they took over 900 million dollars and and you know Oof. seven seven eight hundred of it was unrecoverable um
0: but how much and, how much of it was like used for
1: tests actually so they were burning like 50 to 70 million dollars a year most of it most of it was mm-hmm. uh you know obviously she was uh, taking taking some for herself but i think that most of it uh, most of it was used for development
0: But that's crazy man that's a lot of money to be uh, to for people to invest in and uh, nothing turn out
1: Yeah Maybe. no it was and again she was just so like she's just really just like a sociopath right she just like kept saying you know no we have something you know it's it's coming it's in the, you know they wouldn't let people in to to check out their development cuz they really didn't have anything
0: i wonder I wonder if uh like let's say ten years down the line, if uh somebody revisits it, is she able to make any claims towards it?
1: so she had patented certain they had patented certain things um, one of the storylines it's William h Macy It's basically um he it was her old neighbor uh, growing up, had basically patented you know had read through her patents and noticed that they were missing something and basically went in and, and patented a, a an item that she would have, in order for her to get into all these clinics, would need she would need it to have licensed his product to do it. <laughs> uh, it kind of shady, but, you know, that's that's the game of, of uh, the patent world. Patent, yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, the patents run out. I think you get 20 years, and, and this was probably back in 07, 08, so it's, it's running out. I mean it's basically like what Everlywell does now with their, you know, with all their, their testing. Um, mm-hmm. but they're they're not, you know, diagnosing diseases and things like that.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure it's them. Um, like the idea stems from somewhere. So it's gonna be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, so that's she's a- she's out she's out on bail right now. Oh, oh, we have sentencing she can go she could go in for up to twenty years, I think.
0: Oh yeah, so that's uh that thing is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I'm just checking out some uh, current shows, still watching Halo. Um, the action's died down since episode one. I'm just waiting for it to pick up. They're just giving us a lot of story right now. I'm trying to see some action. And then outside mm-hmm. of that, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff I'm trying to check out. Finished the, uh, mm-hmm. what you call it, the, the uh, ultimatum. Ultimatum, they put out the uh, other two episodes. You know you're still catching, out, catching up on that. And then I think we have... Uh, What's the name comes back? Uh, the flight attendant comes back on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Ozark comes back next week. Like next, uh, yeah, next week. week. I know May we got some stuff coming. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, going to see uh, Doctor Strange on like that Sunday or Saturday. Um, I know it drops on that Friday on the 7th. 6th. 6th or 7th. So I think I'm going on the 7th or 8th of that weekend to see nice. it. So I'll let you know how that is. Cool. And then uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't got anything else. I think that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.